Hello and welcome to the Pixie Dust Project podcast, where magic is as commonplace as Starbucks and being a Disney adult isn't a stigma. Every week we always say we have a very exciting or very special episode planned for y'all. We have an average episode planned for you all today. Uh, I'm not going to say it's super exciting, but I also, we're trying to find some other adjectives to describe it. Uh, To be very transparent, Aaron and I went back and forth quite a bit on this week's episode. We like being transparent with you guys about content creation and about what goes in behind the scenes, but we hope you like it and we're excited to share it with you. And there I go saying excited after I said I wouldn't say it, but we're going to play Disney Never Have I Ever. You might be asking yourself, really? Is there anything you haven't done? Turns out there is, and you're going to find out. But first, if you like the Pixie Dust Project pod, we would so appreciate if you gave us a follow and a ranking, rating, ranking, however you want to say it, on your listing platform of choice. It's as easy as tapping the number of stars you think we deserve. Five would be great. And if you want to go above and beyond and leave us a review, that would be very magical of you. Now that we're at the end of February, we are going to start checking. We wanted to give a couple months buffer, but we're going to start checking the reviews on a regular basis so we can hopefully single some out to read on the podcast. But yeah, before we dive into Never Have I Ever, Erin, anything on your mind? No, I loved the intro. I would agree that this is a very average episode. Sorry if you hear some rustling about in the background. Uh, the IT support is in the studio um, along with his assistant, Moose. Um, so there's a lot of crunching and shuffling happening in the background. So I apologize if you hear any of that. But no, I'm very excited. LOL. Oh my God. Every time I say excited now, I'm going to be like, we should put a dollar in the jar, like on New Girl. We really should put a dollar <laughs> in the jar. That I love that idea. Well, we'll save up enough for our next Disney trip. No, literally. Um, no, nothing on my mind. Um, just you know, I'm just chilling. I have had quite the 24 hours. Not trying to be like one of those people, but I had like weird health stuff going on the past 24 hours. Um, so I'm like half here right now, but we're we're here. Um, it's always refreshing and like an energy boost to be on the pod and be chatting with Sarah and talking about our favorite thing in the world, which is Disney. So super thankful for you guys for being such a bright spot in our week. But I think we can kick it off with some Disney news. We have some, again, very average Disney news, (laughs) I feel like for this episode, but um, I guess I can kick off with the Tron recap. Does that sound... Yeah, I'm excited to hear. I got a little bit of the Tron recap via text from Aaron. Yes. Yes. So for those of you that didn't listen to our last episode, I was able to get a cast member preview for Tron this past Sunday. Um, One of my friends, her husband is a cast member, and they so generously and kindly invited Peyton and I to go with them. Um, And I, you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I don't ride rides. Um like thrill rides. So I sat this one out. But at this point, if we're being honest, we don't ride rides anymore. We, yeah, I'd rather go to the gift shop with a Diet Coke in my hand, but no, if it's like fast, like I've pretty, I, I pretty much ride everything at Walt Disney world, except tower of terror. I don't ride rock and roller coaster and I don't ride, um, Tron now, obviously. Um, so yeah, did not ride Tron, but I did kind of want to talk about my experience, I guess, um, because if you're, and I got a few comments on my like reels and TikToks about this too, where a lot of people didn't know that you could still go through the queue and you could still like actively participate without actually riding the ride. So um, that was really cool. The cast members were super informative and super like reassuring um, that I wasn't going to be forced to ride this ride. Um, so I went through the queue and everything. The queue was so cool, very interactive. I don't want to give like any spoilers away, which I'm sure if you wanted to see a spoiler by now, you could. Um, but the queue was really, really cool. Unlike anything I've seen at Disney yet, um, very immersive, very dark. Um, like literally everything was just in the dark, which was interesting. Even the lockers, which was, I was like, this is, I don't know how well this was thought through. Um, the locker, locker system, how the locker were. system is very, very, very interesting to me. So you tap, you use your magic band, um, to do the whole thing. So 
which I think is interesting because if you're like me, I don't use a magic band. I just use my phone. So like, am I taking the phone on the roller coaster with me? I don't know. Oh, So something to consider. You might want to have your magic band on you if you're using a locker system, because that is how you tap in. And that is how you unlock the locker. There's no like keypad for passcodes or anything. There's just and a magic band tapper. I don't think you can use the... Like, do they allow any bags? Like, so like for me, I nothing. Oh, wow. There is a cast member standing at the entrance of the queue. um, And she's like scanning. She's looking you up and down. And if you have anything on you, glasses, hats, if you, if you even look like you have on a hat or glasses, like in the locker, you must go. So like, obviously I have like two purses on me. I have hats and glasses, water bottles in my hand. Cause I'm just not riding. And I got asked like three times, did you, you need to put stuff in the locker? Um, so they're very on top of it, which they should be because I mean, if you've seen the, the ride situation, you are just like out there, you're hanging out there. Um, so yeah, How the locker system, the how big are they? I would say they're about the size that they are at universal. So they're not very oh, big. Not at all. Okay. They're not very big. They're like, um, they're small. They're there. I, I don't have like a size reference, but um, they're not very big. They're not. I don't definitely don't think you could fit a backpack in there. Uh-oh. Maybe you could if you shoved it in there really good. Um, This was all mind you. This was all happening very fast. It was very chaotic in there. It was dark. Everyone was trying to figure out how to do the magic band thing because there's no instructions. <laughs> so that part wasn't very clear and not there's no keypad or anything not that I saw I'm like 99% sure that they're no I heard it was all magic band as well um my only worry is like is it like getting into the park where I could use my phone but then I guess that's a good point that I would have my phone Mm -hmm. on me the reason I have a lot of questions is because we are taking my cousin Rachel for her graduation trip in May and this is a big thing that she wants to do so part of me, I guess, is wondering, like, well, do, like, because we're going to spend the whole day in Magic Kingdom. Do I rent a locker that day for my, like, camera equipment and just, like, put everything in the locker? Because Magic Kingdom is also such a pain to get to. Like, I'm not going right. to, like, you know, go back and forth. Because um, I want to ride it, too. And I also don't think... I think my parents, we all want to ride it together. So it's not like we can right. turn something off. So this is a lot to think about. A lot to yeah, I would about. suggest a locker for your camera equipment. I saw a thing on TikTok where I think there's a slot for your phone on the ride, like a little like cup holder that has a lid on it type of thing. But I wouldn't trust that because that oh. joker goes fast. I was like, mm-mm. Yeah. All but right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could just put all of our phones in a locker, but that's very interesting. Yeah, you could. You're going to have to check. Yeah, so, yes. So that was that. Um, so then after the lockers, um, you go straight into the ride, like the rest of the ride queue, and you're pretty much like right about to board at that point. Um, and so I was able to stay with my party literally until the cast member that assigned them to a bike. So after that, she showed me through this little secret door behind um behind them and I was just shoved out to the exit so pretty uh logistically well, easy door is called on rise it's called the chicken door called the chicken door I don't even care call me chicken um but yeah it is it is the chicken door and I definitely scurried on out of there but um I do think there's going to be a spot for a gift shop because walking out there was like another portion of the building that was barricaded out so you know me, I'm a spot a gift shop anywhere. So not I I don't know that there's a high demand for Tron merchandise, but you know. They could, but remember they used to have that like like the gift shop after Space Mountain. Space Mountain. And I think Yeah, that is- gift shop slapped. Yeah. It do that it that like completely doesn't exist anymore, right? No, it's closed. Yeah. So maybe that's what maybe it's it's a replacement. Um we shall see. Also, for anyone who ever wanted to experience Guardians but aren't sure they want to ride it, Guardians has a fantastic queue. The queue is, like, half of the ride. It's so good. Like, the queue is almost better than the ride. I might get some flack for saying that. The queue is so good. And Guardians also has a chicken door. So if you've ever wanted to experience the queue... 
Aaron, if you do that with me, you're going on the ride. You're not going. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. I'm not. Listen, (laughs) listen, I can't. I'm not in the mental right now to come up with a good comeback, but I just can't. That's fine. That's fine. Um, all right. Well, Erin's news is very exciting. I she posted uh, a video on TikTok and Instagram. I think you said that already, but just to plug it again, it was very good. Um, very thorough. Thank well, you. good reporting. Thank you. Um, <laughs> my my news is also a follow up from last week. So last week I mentioned that uh, I'm being hosted. Reed and I are being hosted by Candy Cane Inn in Disneyland uh, for Star Wars night, but I had yet to get the Star Wars night tickets, which is always a gamble. Flights booked, hotel booked, no tickets. So those went on sale on Thursday. On Thursday, I was in Disney being hosted by Pandora with my mom uh, for the Disney princess race weekend. And we were right in the middle of a very heavy content day when those tickets went on sale. And let me tell you, Aaron, you've never registered for a run Disney race, but I know some of our listeners have or have attempted to. And a big problem is that they sell out so fast. Like you join the queue and it's like, oh, you have an hour, but like everyone always says, oh, that hour will go down to like 20 minutes in the span of two minutes they'll keep going down further and further and that's because people log on including myself I'm people five different devices and then so when they get the registration they exit out all of them and it makes more space in the queue I also after this experience with the Disneyland tickets I think that on top of that Disney run Disney is letting in a ton of people at a time to this queue I say that because when I got in line, virtual line for the Star Wars After Dark, uh, the Disneyland After Dark Star Wars night tickets, my queue time said over an hour, but I had been told by a Disneyland cast member, don't worry about it. It goes down quickly. And in my experience with Ren Disney, I've had more than an hour multiple times before, and I've gotten through the queue in like 10, 15 minutes. It stayed at over an hour for two hours. It stayed that way for so long. I think 45 minutes into it, I actually entered the queue on my mom's phone and my mom's phone went down quicker, but it was pretty accurate. Like we waited an hour on my mom's phone. I think they went on sale at 9 a.m. PT, so noon ET. I purchased them at about 119, 130 ET. So it was, it was a long wait and I didn't know how many tickets they were. I, again, I'm used to run Disney where everything sells out in 30 minutes. My only hope was that most people would want May the 4th, not May 11th, which is our date. But I did in fact secure the tickets. So Reed and I will be going to Star Wars night. I have my costume already planned out in my head. Um, and I can't, I'm not going to say it. You'll have to follow me on social media to see it, but I promise it's it's worth it. And I know a couple listeners in particular, I'm not going to say their names because that's going to give it away, but I know a couple listeners in particular are going to be especially excited about this costume. That's that's the big hint. Interesting. Well, I definitely know that I won't understand it, but I'm so excited to see. You know what the costume to... is. Did you? Oh, did you already tell me? Yes. I'm sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> and honestly, nor would I expect her to, because I, I had is to it, ask Erin several questions to make sure she'd understand the costume. Is it the thing that your mom was like, oh, even I know that and you don't? Yes. Okay. Then I do remember it. Yeah. Erin and Lisa got to have some hang time this weekend. We sure did. I miss her already. I know. I, I actually miss her already too. She was so sick when we went home because we just did such long days, which she's not used to. And both of us got hit. Like, I know I got hit by allergies and what I'm assuming is a cold. So a double whammy, I have no idea what hit her, but it happened like on our flight home. She was just like, not good. And then it just got worse. Man, Um, we're all just going through it the past few days. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, (laughs) 
I said to Reed, I was like, right before we recorded this, I was like, it's kind of crazy to me that tomorrow, like last week tomorrow, I was packing to go on this trip. And now it's like already like a week has gone it's crazy. By. Wild, wild stuff. But um, uh, I guess last thing, I mean, yeah, Flower and Garden Festival starts tomorrow. Yay. When are you, are you, you're going this weekend. Right. Yes, I am going Saturday on the 4th, March the 4th. So if anyone's going to be there, hit me up. Um, I'm going with a really big group, actually, of like Sarah and I joke because like there's like your Disney Instagram friends, which like obviously they're real life friends, too. But like you met them on Disney Instagram. But I always call like my people I didn't meet on Disney Instagram. I always like call them like, oh, they're my real life friends, even though it's all real life. But just the distinction. So going with some non-Disney friends to disney um so i'm really excited and it's one of the people um it's his first time going so we're excited to like give him the rundown um and watch him like experience all of that so super fun i love those trips and i love like being the annoying person in the group and being like did you know that so i'm excited (laughs) you have to try this you have to do this i can't wait to be that person for the day Yes. It does look pretty. It does look pretty good. I'm excited. I also, the menus came out for Disneyland's food and wine festival, Mm -hmm. which Roger, Lisa and I are going to in a few weeks. So all around, there's some good food to be had. I actually just booked the itinerary for my cousin's trip to Disney world in May. Uh, We are spending very little time at Epcot, which, as you guys know, is a rarity. I know. It's very sad. Oh, and Flower and Garden Festival. It looks so good this year. Um, I'm a big Encanto fan, um, so I'm really excited. I know. I'm so excited about the topiaries, and I'm just like, hopefully this is like some foreshadowing for the rest of the topiaries. I just can't wait. Um, Well, Aaron. This is my favorite festival. The, the wine and dine race weekend they've confirmed that it will at least be partially Encanto themed that's amazing oh that's amazing <laughs> that's Aaron's nice way of saying that's nice but I shan't be I love that for someone else love that for but you. I would rather sit on my butt and watch Encanto <laughs> personally that's honestly very very fair um all right Shall we get into it? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> do you want to go first or do you want to go first? We sound so excited to do this, you guys. Yeah. You, if like... you can't tell by my voice, I'm sick. Erin's been dealing with her own stuff this week. So this is why we're, we're average. Yeah. This is a very average episode. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I was literally in the emergency room last night. So forgive me. Sound like I'm dying. It's because I am. Okay. Um, let's get it. Why is there why does it rain say studios? I didn't here? write that for one. Oh, okay. Maybe that she's just a little straggler from last week. We have our show notes up um and we recycle the the same Google Doc every week. So um so we forgive don't have us. To write the intro. <laughs> exactly. You guys, you're getting the like. You're getting the after hours version of this podcast right now. Is that uncut, um, unedited? Uncut, unedited, unhinged. All <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> all of all the right, uns. I'll, I'll go. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Never have I ever done a wild Africa trek tour. I have not, but I would absolutely love to do that very, very soon. Same. That's on, that's like big on my bucket list. And if it wasn't for Reed's like weird hatred of zoos, <laughs> Reed literally, like he will go on rants. My, him and my mother have actually gotten into full on fights about this. Reed is anti-zoo. He's very anti-zoo. And my response to him is, well, what about all the work that zoos do for conservation efforts? And Reed goes, that's fine. But then once the animal is like healed or conserved, they need to go back out into the wild because animals are meant to be in the wild. They're not meant to be in cages. And I was like, have you been to Animal Kingdom? I know you have. They're not in a cage. He goes, where do they go at night? I'm like, they go into enclosures. Yes, but that's for their safety. Like for most of the day, these animals are just like free to roam 
Uh, but yeah, Reed, Reed hates zoos. Uh, so that's a different topic for, he can come on the podcast maybe and talk about that. Um, maybe <laughs> I think we're good. Just I kidding. Think we're awesome. <laughs> but I do know that's very interesting that he has that perspective. I mean, I get it to an extent, but also like, come on, you know, it would be different if they were like in like literal cages, but there are some um, bad zoos. Don't get me wrong. Not every zoo is good, but like, oh yeah, 100%. The Columbus Zoo is a phenomenal, it's a highly ranked zoo. The Cincinnati mm-hmm. Zoo, like actually all the Ohio zoos are like pretty up there and like Animal Kingdom. I'm like, Reed, come on now. And he's very passionate about it. Like he'll go on for a while. That does not surprise me. Um, I'm surprised that with your parents and their love for or, um the animal kingdom documentary that that hasn't been added to the itinerary for upcoming trips yet uh lisa has both a love of animals and a love of saving money so one often outweighs the other and the track is not cheap so we've never are we sure that lisa didn't give birth to peyton because peyton also does not like to spend money (laughs) reed is that way too reed is a thrifty thrifty boy and we have a lot of stuff coming up and he's just like has anxiety about it um i try to like adapt adopt some of those thoughts like because we all know that i i love a good shop i mean we heard me too like yeah you can't take it with you yeah that's my motto (laughs) <laughs> Although I would like Roger and Lisa's. So <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, my mom, I my mom has a lot of like really good benefit, like really good things to learn from when it comes to saving money and stuff. But sometimes I do feel that she's gotten really good about it in recent years, like booking a last minute trip to Disneyland. She would have never done that. Yeah. Five years ago. So um, fun. So yeah. Okay, so that's not we still have all not that we're keeping track of fingers, but like you know how the game is played. We still got all our fingers. No one's done it. Aaron. Okay. Never have I ever done the living with the land behind the scenes tour. Behind the seeds. Behind the seeds. Um, no, and that's not for lack of trying on Lisa's part. Because this is a cheaper one. I think it's like $30 to $40, or at least it used to be. Mm-hmm. Lisa wants to do this tour so bad. We actually saw people on it this weekend, and she was like, "Oh, like she just made like a like sighing noise." <laughs> yeah, this is on my bucket list too. I've never done this one either, um, but yeah, I would love to do this. Also, sort of related, but not really. Like my intrusive thoughts on this ride is like I just want to get on an inner tube and float down the middle of living with the land, like. If I could do anything without getting kicked out of Disney World, it would be that, quite literally. Yeah. My intrusive thoughts, I want to pick, like, some of the citrus that's, like, near the boat. Like, just yes. pluck that right on off. Just take one of the cucumbers. Or, like, they no have big all deal. These, like, little seating areas set up now, like, like to the theme of whatever festival is going on. I want to, like, pop out and, like, be served a dinner. No, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah fresh a fresh salad yes picked and prepared in front of me that would be more fun than cinderella's table to me like give me all the living with the land vibes yeah all right we're yeah we're big living with the land stands my mom like so i said we don't ride a lot of rides um this weekend my mom and i rode people mover and living with the land which is the exact two rides i believe that aaron and i rode on our last girls weekend sounds about right yeah accurate all right (laughs) never have i ever and this might be a surprise never have i ever done winter summerland putt-putt i have and it is so much fun the vibes are immaculate and i think it's better when it's not christmas time like I went over the summer um, last year and the vibes were just so good. I was like, my whole week has been made listening to Christmas music in the middle of June, just like dancing around. They play like Beach Boys Christmas music. So it's it's a whole vibe. I love that. I've done um, both of the fantasy Fantasia Mm -hmm. both the like easy so that one we do because they have an easy one that's like typical putt-putt and then they also have like an advanced course that's made to look like a miniature golf course 
it's still putt putt like you still are only using like a a putter but it's just longer and more complex and my dad and I are golfers so we just always do that one that one's also right next to peach club so it's by like one of our home resorts but I have always wanted to do winter Summerland. um it's so cute yeah Aaron's recap from last year was really so convincing yeah, it's also a really good thing to do um, when you're blacked out during the summer. If your annual pass gets blacked out and you still want you some were of that, say blackout, like, blacked out, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> like, please I mean, don't go to Disney blackout drunk. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, I guess putt putt would be fine. I don't know how successful it would be, but um, no, your annual pass. If your annual pass is blacked out, blocked out during any of those dates. And you want to get some Disney magic, highly recommend doing that. That's what I did. Um, and it's a good excuse to like experience some of the other stuff besides the parks. Like Walt Disney World has so much to offer um, besides just the four parks. So highly recommend. Awesome. Um, okay. The next one is never have I ever ridden Mission Space. I have ridden Mission Space. I gave in and wrote it. Um, I, it was a while ago. I think I was in high school and I did the easy one. So green, I think that's green. Um, I, ironically that year, one of the things on my Christmas list was a big sketchbook that had like Mickey mouse on the front. And my dad used me being like absolutely down for the count after this ride to go and buy it and smuggle it to our car without me noticing because it like hit me hard. I was literally laying on a bench. Like I needed recovery time. And I think my dad was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom or he was like, I'm going to go do something. And I like did not pay attention to how long he was gone. Cause that's how like out I was. That is crazy. Yeah. And exactly why I've not ever ridden this ride and I never will. Yeah. I don't ever. think I, I don't think this I'm never, I, I like that class I've talked about. I did in college, um, they were really strict about riding everything, like really strict, except for this ride. They were like, if you have motion sick or whatever, like you can feel free to sit this one out. And I think me and like three other people were like, we're good. Yeah, that's crazy. I would have failed that class then. Yeah, we went to Starbucks. Like we like they they were they were very chill. They're like, we understand this ride can be problematic and we don't want you like down for the rest of the day so you can sit it out. It's fine. That's crazy. Yep. That was right when the Starbucks opened and it was in the old fountain. Yes. Uh, and I got my original like ceramic Starbucks cup that looks like the cups that they, yeah, wild times, the memes. It's back when we still had a fountain and, you know, the center of Epcot. Back when Epcot was beautiful was and amazing. Yeah. And, and it that, wasn't a construction site. Yeah. It's fine. We're not bitter or anything. Um, never have I ever done, even though I've wanted to, done a special event package like Eat to the Beat or Fireworks Dessert Party. I have done Eat to the Beat, but I have not done the Fireworks Dessert Party. But I highly recommend um, a dining package if you're if there's a band that you really want to see or just like a show, like a like the fireworks or something like that. Um, Cause it's a guaranteed seat. And the way that I like to view it is that I'm buying a ticket to the show and I'm getting a free meal. Um, Cause if in, at it. yeah, in my case, we went to Coral Reef and it sucked. It was terrible. Um, so I counted as I didn't pay for that. I paid for my front row seat to see Hanson. So, you know, free meal, whatever. <laughs> I actually love that outlook on it. That's a really good point. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, at that point, obviously the other uh, restaurant options would have been way better. I think there was like a Le Cellier, um, and the beer garden was on there too. And by the time I had gotten the reservation, like thought to make the reservation, it was like a 2 p.m. at the Coral Reef, which is like the worst time to eat ever at the, the not best restaurant to eat. So, um, and it was really like expensive. It was like $65 or something crazy like that. So I definitely counted that as my my concert ticket I mean I would have paid more than that to see sit front row to see them anywhere else so I think it's worth it but there's a lot of really good ones for flower and garden so we Mm -hmm. highly recommend looking into that early I won't be in town for any of the good ones as is my lot in life 
I say as I have two Disneyland trips. I know her life is so hard. You guys, I have other things happening, but, um, I, I was for a hot second. I did look at like airfare to come see Aaron for like, like two days to like, cause there's some people I really like playing and it did just didn't work out. So it's fine. Maybe, um, maybe next year. Eat to the Beat is always really good, though. The lineup to, for Food yeah. Wine is usually good. Eat to the Beat is good. And I think we're actually planning a pretty long trip, like a pretty substantial trip in the fall. Um, my parents don't like short trips because they, they're like, they feel like, oh, I just got settled. And like, since we stay in Disney Vacation Club rooms, like we grocery shop, like, and all three of us are blessed enough that we can work from like home. So the longest trip we've ever done was 15 days. Wow. But again, we only took some of that as PTO. Yeah. So like we worked. So we might do, it won't be that long in the fall, but we're going to hopefully be there longer. So more shots at. So people. fun. <laughs> um. All right. Never. Oh, it's your turn. All right. Is it my turn? I don't even know anymore. Um, never have I ever eaten a kitchen sink Sunday. No, I haven't I either, but I would love to. I, we thought about it. My cousin, Andrew, when we took him for his grad party, he like is one of those teenage boys that can just eat everything. Like there's no end to his stomach. And we debated doing that with him. I can't remember why we didn't, but we wanted to see if like with him on our side, if we could do it. Cause just me and my parents and Reed alone, no, because only my dad and I really like ice cream. Reed and my mom are not like sweets people. And now with my lactose stuff that's been happening, I would have to like tap out. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, have, I have like a 15 minute window to eat as much <laughs> as I can and then it's oh, game over. Listen, between me and you and Erica having to eat one of those, it would be bad news yeah. for Hot girls have everyone around problems. us. Hot girls yes. have problems. It's fine. It's on the bucket list. I wish they'd make like a miniature kitchen sink. Like a, I mean, their Sundays are basically- Like a, a kitchenette. Have you, <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you ever seen their Sundays? They're huge. Yeah, they're huge. Like, yeah, I love their, I do love beach, beaches and cream. I miss the old, once again, I miss the old beaches and cream. It's way better. It had like an open view to like the flat top cooking area. Like you could sit at the bar, it had an open view to the flat top cooking area and everyone making everything. My grandpa, my papa was a soda jerk back in the fifties. So he loved going to Beaches and Cream because it reminded him of that. And we would go and sit at the counter and like have a little date. That's um, so cute. It was it was pretty cute. After he passed, I couldn't go there for several years. I bet. But yeah, we went back and then they changed all of it. We actually went back July of the pandemic before the parks reopened because we stayed, it was open to DVC members and we stayed at um, the tree houses and we went and ate there and we hated it. Cause it was, that was right after the remodel and it looked completely different. Ugh. I hate that. Stop changing things, Disney, please. I'm begging you. I, I don't, this one I'm going to do. Cause I don't think I have, I feel like I, I have, but they, it couldn't have been that big of a deal if I don't remember. Never have I ever seen a celebrity at Disney. No, I, I... I just will, I will pretend I haven't. You go. No, you, you can. Who was your celebrity that you saw? I, we stumbled into the Christmas parade tape. Oh yeah. I walked right into Regis. Like, oh, isn't he dead? Is he dead? He wasn't. He is. (laughs) He was very, I think he's dead a long time ago. Regis Philbin. I think he's dead too. Why don't, why don't we look it up? Yep. He has, he has sadly left us. What year did he die? 2020. Claimed, oh. claimed a lot of celebrities that year. All right. Well. <laughs> Isn't that when Betty White died too? No, Betty White died like six months ago. Okay. Betty White died in 2021. Oh. Not like <laughs> she died on December 31st. I She made it the whole year. Dang. That's why I feel like I, Betty White. I literally it feels like she died last week. 
Betty White lived a long time. She, she died. Sure she oh that because that was the whole thing. She died seventeen days shy of her of hundred birthday. You seen a celebrity at Disney? I have seen a celebrity at Disney. So back when the Pro Bowl used to be in Orlando every year, me and my college friends would go to the parks and like seek out football players because because we knew who all of them were not really but just I don't know it was just something that we did and we loved like you could see ESPN set up around um filming players going on rides they all had on their little cute you know outfits whatever so I'm in cosmic rays outfits like yeah they made them forms no they made them wear like little like NFC North AFC whatever like little outfits like they all were wearing like hats and stuff like little you know so um, I say little outfits so they're like wearing like real man clothes but I thought call them cute little outfits and I'm like thinking like baby tee and like shorts they're in like you know biker shorts no they had like all these cool hats like all the stuff that was like specially made for the Pro Bowl um anyways if you know me in real life this is like my favorite story to tell ever because it's the only cool thing that's ever happened to me at Disney World um but I'm in cosmic rays and um I'm like walking I was getting that's back when the condiment booth was open um I'm getting like my condiments whatever and this large man just like runs into me with a tray of french fries and I'm like dude am I invisible like Mia Thermopolis like someone sat on me again today um, and I look at his shoes and this man's feet are like massive. And then I look up at his face and I'm like, oh, that's a football player. And it was Drew Brees. So it was a really famous football player. Oh, and yeah, I don't know who that is. Right. Well, I get back to my table and I'm with my college roommate and I'm like, Drew Brees just ran into me with a tray of French fries. And she's like, who's that? <laughs> uh. So I'm texting my dad. I'm like, dad, Drew Brees just ran into me with his tray of French fries. And he's like, that's so cool. So um, you say that is funny because it reminds me about how people like, oh, Drew Brees just ran into me with the tray of French fries. It's like, oh, uh, I just lost. <sighs> no, what's his name? Oh, Pedro Pascal could slap me with a loaf of bread and I'd be <laughs> like that, you know, like, that yeah, like it was okay after I realized who it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And so that's my my Disney claim to fame and I have a picture a creeper picture of me from Snapchat it was this was like 2016 or 17 when this was happening um with him like circled in the very distant background <laughs> on Snapchat so Amazing. um yeah that's my celebrity at Disney story I've also seen Joey Fatone he also ran into me because Disney is just chaotic energy and Joey Fatone like walking into Aaron last yeah maybe I just maybe I'm just the one that's in the way maybe I'm the problem um but yeah he like ran and he did like the Regis over (laughs) maybe you're the one that killed him (laughs) (laughs) buddy but yeah celebrities at Disney I would love to see more celebrities at Disney um I've heard that when you're at Disneyland you like pretty much always see a celebrity so I'm interested to hear your reports when you go you have to keep an eye out who I'll walk into this time. Yeah. See if you can, I'm sure there'll be like a Kardashian or something there. I feel like they're always there. I would, although their bodyguards are very attractive, I wouldn't mind running into one of them. Cause you know, that's who I'd run into. It wouldn't be the Kardashian themselves. True. Well, they're Uh, out, they have, they're out and about. They are are out and about. Um, I feel like I always just miss celebrities in the parks. Like I'll like see a post and I'll be like, I was just there um all right your turn no that just like backpedaling for just like two seconds the guy I forget forgive me I'm gonna get roasted for this the guy that plays Drax in uh Guardians of the Galaxy um the big tall guy no I know who you're talking about he's a wrestler right anyway he um was at Epcot this was months ago maybe it was a year ago my scale of time is like terrible um, but he was at Epcot like hours after I was and I was so mad because I was like I would have loved to have seen him he was like taking pictures with fans and I would have loved to have meet- met him the but theory is, say is lovey. he's gonna get killed off on the new Guardians. I'm gonna cry um that's the running and that's not a spoiler because the movie's not out yet it's just a running theory on the internet that they the theory is it's it's all been but confirmed someone's gonna die people think it's him listen as long as it's not rocket well that was the running theory and then he came out uh uh, drax came out it was like 
I think he publicly said he didn't renew his contract or Disney didn't extend a renewal, which like kind of ruins it because then it's like then he almost have to die. So maybe he moves away. Maybe he moves away like to a farm. Who knows? Gets sent to a farm. All right. What's up next? Um, let's see. Never have I ever ran a Disney race because I have not. And we know that Sarah has. That was like a little free space card. (laughs) Yes, I have run many. I've done, well, technically eight, nine, nine races, but that's three race weekends and then two virtual. No, I take that back. I've done 10 individual races in the park. Dang. So that's four, but the first one like wasn't a race weekend. It's when Animal Kingdom had one. It was called the Expedition Everest Challenge. It was a 5K and Hmm. it was just kind of a one-off. It was fun. It was a 5K and then a scavenger hunt. And it was really, really hot that day. And they did it at nighttime instead of in the morning. So that's when I was in like really, really good shape. So I finished my 5K in like 30 minutes or less. And I wasn't even like trying that hard. Um, oh no, I did it in 30 because there was like obstacles. So you had to like jump hay bales and do all this other stuff. You had to like climb under things. And then once you finished the 5k, you thought you were done. No, you were not. You had to do a like riddle scavenger hunt around the parks and complete this little like Mensa book. And then you got your medal. And then there was an after party in Animal Kingdom. This is when races were done, like right? My parents, it was hysterical. I was in group A, so I went off first. I got everything done. I was done with the entire race. The scavenger hunt, everything was sitting, waiting for my parents as they finished the 5k. And this is before my parents got like really into training and like they're in great shape now. I'm very proud of them. (laughs) They, my mom was so done and reminded this, it was hot. And that we started this race in the daylight So she comes up to me, I'm standing waiting for him. And she's like, oh, I was like, are you excited to do the scavenger hunt? And my mom looks at the book, looks at me. She goes, what are the answers? I was like, don't you think you'll feel better if you do it yourself and like really earn it? And she like pulls me in. She's like, what are the answers? Like she was done. And I, they ended up calling me. I was like, just try to do one. And they called me and where they were like, you're going to tell us what this is right now. So we can get our medal and be done. That's hilarious. I've done 10 individual races, three different or four different like events. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you want to do one more each? Is that even are we keeping score? Are we really keeping score? <laughs> I don't think we're keeping score. I'm like trying to keep score on each thing on our, our show notes. Um, it looks like you're losing. Or are we tied? In, as in I've done more things. Actually, I think we're tied. As in we've both done the same amount of things. Never have I ever been to a House of Blues concert at Disney Springs. I have. I think just twice I saw Hanson there when I was a wee lad um and then I saw Ali and HA there last year in May and I'm actually seeing them again in April and I'm so okay. excited literally like two days before I see Taylor Swift I'm gonna be like concerted out um but I love that venue so much it's such a good concert venue um if you guys are ever Thinking about seeing someone there, I highly recommend. And then you can just bop on over to World of Disney after and shop like I like to do. (laughs) Yeah, maybe have a cocktail during the concert. Go shop a little buzz. Always a treat. There you go. I'm so jealous. I love Allie and AJ. I'd love to see them play. Yes, and their music now. A lot of people don't know, which baffles me. A lot of people don't know that they're still making music and their new music is so good for no reason like it's so good so if you guys like um i don't even know how to describe it it's pop pop indie vibes like chill yeah it's really chill um very catchy like there was a solid period over the summer where that's all i listened to like ali and aj next to taylor swift they were my top artist last year in 2022 um there's just something about their music their new music it's so calming but um let's see 
Next question. Never have I ever, never have I ever been to an international Disney park. That is something that's on my bucket list. Would absolutely love to do this. I have. I've been to Disneyland Paris. Oh, I've done 11 different races, race weekends. Wow. Just, I completely forgot. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, that goes with, I've done a 11, 12 separate race events, but four weekends because I, we went to Disneyland Paris in 2018, my, my parents and I, only because I did the Dopey Challenge that year, the first time I did the Dopey Challenge. And I convinced, I've always wanted to go to Disneyland Paris and Paris in general. And my mom, again, likes to save money, all this stuff, like never really was interested, thought it would be really expensive. Well, I'm here to tell you, Disneyland Paris, pretty affordable vacation. Um, once you get there, the flights and like um, one of uh, the content creators uh, in our like circle of people we follow and stuff, Bailey, long distance Disney uh, was just in Tokyo Disney and said very much the same thing. Like once you get there, once you pay for the flight, the rest of it is very affordable. And that's how Disneyland Paris is. Everything is a package. So even our meals were all included um, and it was very reasonable. It's very easy to get to Paris from Disneyland Paris. The train takes you to and from, and it's a pretty quick trip. Um, it's very different. My parents have said they would never need to go again unless we did another race. Um, oh yeah, I convinced them because I would I got a special medal called the Castle to Chateau medal for doing two doing that race and the one in Disney World. But um, it's very small. It's very um, beautiful. Like it was built for aesthetics, not necessarily for entertainment. And Michael Eisner straight up said he wanted to build the most beautiful Disney park. And he built Disneyland Paris. And to be fair, it is gorgeous. Like the photo ops that I wish I had taken advantage of when I was there. It is a stunning, stunning park. Um, both both parks. They have a Disneyland Paris and then what would be their version of like DCA, which also yeah. has Winter's Campus. I would love to go there. I really want to go to Tokyo. I really want to go to Hong Kong. Um, pretty much I, I mean, honestly, all of the Disneylands would or in Disney World would be pretty cool. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll get there. Um, Disneyland is my first first priority I want to go so bad so making that happen that should have been a question on here never have I ever been to Disneyland because I haven't <laughs> I have but I've, I've blocked that memory out um so I'm just gonna pretend that this is my first visit <laughs> in a few weeks there you go um I mean you were a child too so it'll be different for sure I was. it'll be very different um I do there, one of the ones on our list was never have I ever been backstage on a Disney attraction. I have, but I actually forgot about this last week. And I don't think I've ever told Aaron this story, which is rare because Aaron knows a lot of my stories at this point. But when I took the Disney class uh, that I referenced earlier in the episode, we had lunch backstage at um, the great movie ride. You guys can't see, but my jaw is on the floor. We got to meet the president of the Hollywood Studios Park and a few other people. And it was like in this like giant, you can tell it's an event room because they did used to host events in there. Like you could rent it out for weddings and stuff like that. And it looked like a giant prop room. And it was that is so cool. It was a really cool moment. I should have done this, uh, but I have like uh, an, an old... um a very old Instagram that I got locked out of. And I think that's where the photo exists of this, of this happen, of this happenstance. It does not. It's definitely on my personal Instagram and I'm not scrolling to the bottom of that. Um, but yeah, it was a really, really cool experience. Um, I've, I've been evac off rides before, but like this, I actually got to like spend time backstage. That's with so cool. Have yeah, you I've been the utilidors. Did you do that? 
No. So my backstage story for Disney. So I've actually been in two parades at Disney World um, because I was in marching band. So in high school, I was in a parade um, like right before Festival of Fantasy. And then in college, which this is literally my number one college memory um, of all time. So um, I went to UCF here in Orlando um, and they're very involved with Walt Disney World. So we won the Peach Bowl in 2018. 2018, um, which was my senior year of college, and we won the Peach Bowl. We had gone completely undefeated that year, which my freshman year, we did not win a single football game. So we really went from zero to 100. It was amazing. Um, And that was the year that we were super annoying, and we were like, national champs, national champs, and everyone hated UCF fans. Um, But we had... It was a thing. Um, Sarah's looks confused. I mean, my college never had a relevant football team. So, yeah, I mean, we weren't super relevant until then. Then then we were just social media trolls at that point and everyone hated us. Um, but all that to say that after we won the Peach Bowl, like a week later, we had um, they had a special parade for us at Disney World where all the football players, all the cheerleaders, the band um, was there. And so many UCF fans came and just like lined the streets of Main Street USA. And it was my 21st birthday. So it's just like the most magical day ever. Um, And it's something that I will remember forever and ever and ever. But again, all that to say that to, to do a parade, you have to go backstage. So I got to go behind Splash Mountain, which is where the parade started which is really cool to see the backside of that. Um, And we did get to see the like underground tunnels and stuff like that because you pass by all of them. So we got to like stick our heads in the door. We didn't like get to go inside, um, but I have seen them with my own two eyes, uh, which was really super cool. And we saw a lot of the characters in high school before Festival of Fantasy. um, We saw a lot of the characters on the float and they were like, of course, in character waving at us and stuff. So it was really cool. I... This is, I'm showing Aaron the photo of me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look how thin I was. Look at that. <laughs> anyway, um, I, yeah, there's some, I, I was very against going backstage on that class. Like we went down to the Utilidors, stuff like that, but it, it is cool. Um, I, for my third and final cousin for their grad trip, they're very into Imagineering. Uh, so I have a feeling each cousin gets like special experiences on their trip. So like my first cousin who Andrew, we made a lot of like dining, like nice dining reservations. Cause boy can eat, uh, the middle one, um, she likes rides. So I think we're going to do Disney genie plus every day. So like she can ride as many rides as possible. And then the third one is like super into Imagineering. So I imagine we'll do, um, <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. I imagine we'll do some behind the scenes tours. That's so cool. I actually looked up the behind the scenes tour while we were just chit chatting and it's for annual pass holders. It is only $29 and 75 cents. It's a good deal. There's a lot of availability too. You going to do it? So I might, I might just try. We'll see. I have to pick a date, but I would love to do that. That's like, I'll die happy. You and Lisa. Let's go. She can book a flight down here. She can stay in my room. (laughs) The Sarah Um, suite. The Sarah suite. Um, But yeah, I think that's done. Have you done all four parks in one day? I have. I have not. Yeah, it wasn't very fun, but I did it. I don't recommend. I think I've done three and it was too late in the day to go to the fourth or something like that, where we didn't even realize we were going to do three. Yeah. I mean, like there's, it's not really realistic. Like I don't even think I did something in every, in every park. I literally think we might've done like a ride here and there. We stepped in, we did a lap and like pieced out like, but technically I have been to all four parks. Would you ever want to do the six parks one day challenge? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't, I still logistically, people have even mapped out exactly how they did it. And the anxiety I would have from like, one, you would have to have a car to do it. You'd have to, because your luggage would need to be in it. You would have to get to the park, like like what you said, like, I think people lay out rules where it's like, oh, you have to ride one ride or eat something. Yeah. Because like, and now with park, well, I don't think you could do it anymore with the way park hopping is. 
There's no way. No. And like, for real, like, what's the point? Like, be for real. Like, a good rule of thumb for me when I'm making yeah, some decisions hard. like that. Yeah, be for real. Um, it's like, if the internet didn't exist, would I still be doing this thing? No. 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 You wouldn't be doing that and if you weren't trying to like prove to TikTok or like go viral on TikTok. So like it's dumb and you're wasting your time and your energy. I'm very I, I get heated about that stuff. It's just I like dumb. Just like I agree. go I agree. go touch grass like I don't know. <laughs> Preferably not in six different parks. No, not the hub grass. Go touch it. like go to a park like with trees. Get offline. Um <laughs> No, I agree. I, I like for a hot second, I thought about it just because I like challenges like that. But when I go to Disneyland in May, I'm literally going like not even three full days after I land from Disney World and I'm already, yeah, I'm already regretting. Yeah, there's no like, you don't have to put yourself through that. Like, no. just it's actually really bad. I land at like 1 a.m. on Monday morning. And I say really bad. I put myself in this situation. So don't feel bad for me, but I'm going to explain it anyway. I land at 1 a.m. on Monday morning. And originally I took that Monday off work because I don't want to get through four hours of sleep and go to work. Although if I manage to sleep right until I start work, I could get like a full seven hours, which is what I need to function. Um, But I was like, oh, I'll just take that day off. I can go grocery shopping. I can clean the house. I can unpack, et cetera. Well, now that I'm going to Disneyland and taking Thursday off and that Friday is my flex Friday. So I get it off work anyway. Um, I gave up that Monday. So no one could like negate my PTO where I was like, oh, I'm just swapping the days. Uh, I'm swapping Monday for Thursday or Thursday for Monday. And now I'm like, I'm already having regrets godspeed i don't know what i'm gonna i'm gonna have to like have my stuff ready like laid out packed for that you are you're gonna have to like seriously pre-plan yeah we won't be recording an episode that week i'm gonna tell you that no we have a very busy spring so don't be surprised if we're like mia next week just to give you all the heads up it's actually reed's birthday next tuesday which is when we normally record Awesome. We're well, we have, we need to sidebar on some recording schedule because the following Tuesday, the following two Tuesdays, I need to reschedule. So, well, we can also do it a different day of the week. Like that. Yeah, for thing. sure. But we'll, we'll sidebar. You guys don't need to hear that planning. No, planning you guys that. don't need to hear the BTS. Yeah. Of the okay, PDP. Yeah. This episode has already kind this, of been a quite a bit of this. Vines. This episode's a hot mess, but you know what? This is real. This is me. Exactly I'm exactly where I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be. So uh, you're welcome, everyone. That's a good song. Um, all right. Well, oh, also one last plug for both Aaron and I. We're now Adelaide Sport Ambassadors. So yes. depending on which of us you love more, you can use our code. <laughs> Aaron's, is, I imagine, <laughs> is yours going to be Aaron15? Yes, Erin yeah. 15, E R I N 1 5. <laughs> and then mine is Sarah 15, S A R A H. Just forgot how to spell my S A R A H 1 5, Sarah 15. It's like you don't spell your name out loud. Very no, often. I do because everyone spells mine with an A. A R I N? Yes. I get, I get that question um, all the time with an A or an E. And I'm like, with I'm an not e, a boy. Please. Yeah. So I, I just always Aaron, spell it. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, yeah. A-A-R-O-N. And mm-hmm. every every time I like talk, it's like for the longest time, I had never had a friend named Aaron. Like I never interacted with someone named Aaron after my ex, who I'm I'm still friends with. Um, so for the, it felt so weird after Aaron and I became friends because every time I would like say her name, I would, I went to type A-A-R-O-N. You're welcome. Um, did... I don't know what else I had to say. Um, this is going to be so much fun to edit. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for listening to this hot mess express of an episode. 
We hope you guys still love us. Maybe don't give us a rating based on this episode. Maybe wait till next week. Um, if this is your first episode, we highly recommend you listen to yeah. the <laughs> Park episode, which is the one right before this. It's very good. I promise. Yeah. Give us another try. You know, maybe maybe it'll be better, but definitely don't give us a rating based on this episode. <laughs> or Or if you did like it, then maybe do, you know? But if you didn't like it, then just chill out for a little bit, you know? <laughs> or listen to some of the older ones. But yeah, listen to some of the older ones. We appreciate all of you. We appreciate to have um, listeners who we can be very real with. Um, as always, like we encourage you to reach out on social media, whether that's our podcast social media, whether that's Aaron and I's personal social medias. Aaron is at Aaron goes to Disney on Instagram and Aaron R. Davila on TikTok. I am at the Sarah Rachel on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I don't know what our YouTube usernames are. Mine is at the Sarah Rachel. I don't know what Aaron's. I don't know what mine is. Um, It's in my bio. If you're that interested to look up my YouTube. Yeah, they're linked, (laughs) but reach out to us wherever you like. We love hearing from you. It really, like, I know everyone says that. It actually means the world to us hearing from you, like, truly. It does. It makes us feel, like, less like we're just talking um, at each other all week um, and to avoid. So definitely appreciate when you guys tag us in your stories. And we love to see who our listeners are because we love to interact with you guys and put faces to the numbers and all of that. Yep. And with that, we will close this chapter of the Pixies Project podcast out. Thank you so much for listening. We love and appreciate you. And we hope you have a good rest of your day or whatever time you might be listening to this. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. And we'll see you when we see you. Bye.